What's up, guys? I'm Chelsea Hernandez, music editor at Swagger RS, and you're now tuned into my podcast, Time Out, where I have conversations with music related subjects about their workings in music. Hey, y'all, what's up? It's Chelsea Hernandez, music editor with Swagger RS, and you are tuned into Time Out. Today, we have Nick and Rob, better known as Lost Kings. How are y'all? Good. Good. Great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you. So uh, I wanted to kind of get some background info on y'all. So at what age did you each like individually start doing music? And when did you realize that it was something that you wanted to do for like the rest of your life? Um, For me, I started really young. My parents were both musicians. um, So I started playing drums when I was eight and kind of just was around music. I played music in church growing up um and uh just learned how to play every instrument and i was kind of like i just knew from an early age like i i knew that was the only thing i wanted to do i just i didn't know specifically what it would be if i would end up in a band or producing music i didn't get into producing music until i went to college but um yeah i went to school for music and everything it, it just from the very beginning i, I knew um and fortunate to to know that i wanted to do that for the rest of my life it's just a matter of navigating on like what it would be specifically but uh yeah i knew early um that i wanted to do it do this yeah for me i didn't really uh know what career path i was going to choose until like i i got to college and i was in a fraternity and started djing parties um and kind of fell in love with that i always grew up in a household that was like full of music my dad was a manager for my uncles who were in a band and then he worked in radio so i was always around it but uh, I never knew kind of what way I was going to go until I really fell in love with that and moved out to California and, and uh, started DJing some of the nightclubs and house parties and just like have such a love for it. So I kind of shifted what I was thinking I was going to be doing to that because I just fell in love with it. Nice. What like exactly attracted y'all to like dance, electronic music? Was that something that you grew up listening to? Why did you decide to go down that path? Uh, for me, I like when I was in L- like first in LA, I was partying a lot and like it was really becoming just like it was dominating the club and dominating like going out. And I was always fascinated or I quickly became fascinated with it at that point. And uh, and then I saw what was happening online and on SoundCloud and with remixes and everything. And I kind of just was like, I don't want to produce music for other artists and then they do what they do with it. I want to be able to like, I can make this opportunity for me to like make music as a producer and be the artist as well. And uh, that's what I really fascinated me about DJ and just electronic music in general, just how it was so highlighted on the production and like people recognize artists in that world by their production. So that really fascinated me. Um, and. I like quickly was like, yo, I need to kind of like focus on, I get to do my own thing. I get to make dance music. It's high energy. It's always feeling good. I just, I had always liked to make music when I feel good. And I feel like when you're making dance music, you're always in that vibe. So um, we've definitely transitioned and evolved since then. But like in the beginning, that, that love for like feeling good while you make music and dance music, it just has that energy. It's like really when I first was out here, clubbing a lot it was like popping and it was like really growing so that that's where I got into it 
And yep. uh, for me, I studied abroad in London. And uh, yeah, it was, it was very fortunate. And before that, I was like not into the scene. I basically, because like at where I went to school, like that wasn't the music being played. Like it was like T-Pain and you know, <laughs> that, that era of music. Yeah. Uh, that was like the big thing at parties. And, but then when I got over there, like the club scene was so different. Like David Guetta was huge over there, like and starting to really pop off. And some of the like the electronic shit, like Dizzy Rascal, who was mis- mixing like rap and uh, having Calvin Harris produce his records. Like, and hearing that at a nightclub, I was like, yo, what is this? And so then when I got back to, uh, to school back in America, I was like, that's all I was into. I was like into that scene and I kind of just grew. And in that time, dance music was just ever like getting bigger and bigger with the Vici and everything. And moving out here, like Nick said, I was like, that's what the club scene was. It was dance music and the Vici was at a spot. Alessa was at different spots. And uh, even going to concerts, like radio concerts, I remember like the, one of the first times we really hung out, we went to a radio concert and, uh, seeing the energy of like the DJ shows compared to the live band and what the audience was and just the feedback or like, whoa, you know, it kind of, even that was like, whoa, you know, like, I think we're in the right space. Cause it just like had this whole different vibe that was uh, easy to gravitate to. Nice. Yeah. Electronic music definitely is one of those genres where no matter what, like you hear it and you want to move, you want to dance, like you could be at a, you know, it, the scene is very, very different. Um, and I, I love that. So you guys, how did y'all meet? And when did you decide to form a duo? How did that conversation happen? So uh, I was working at a recording studio at the time, uh, was like seven years ago. And uh, I was like making music for uh, you know, other people at the time. And there was a friend, well, this other guy that works, we became, worked there, who's like one of the assistants. We, me and him became really close. And uh, he ran in the same circle as Rob's friends. They all had the same circle of friends. So um, there was a couple of times on occasion, I would go to like a house party or two or like a nightclub and Rob was actually DJing um, some of these parties that we would go to. And so he knew what I was trying to do. and. Uh, at first, I didn't want to partner up with anybody. I was like, I'm doing this myself. I didn't want to have to like worry about anybody else. And I wanted to do it by myself. Um, and I just wanted to learn how to DJ. But then when I met Rob, um, you know, because he was like, you guys should meet. Uh, I met him. He had a birthday party and we met. And we started talking and I was telling him about the music that I had started making and these remixes and stuff. And uh, and he came over the next day or two or whatever. and we just, I played him some stuff. We started talking about, you know, music and just what we were, where we want to go in life and like what we want to do maybe in the music scene and what was happening. And we kind of really hit it off and, you know, on like what we, we really connected on what our path would be. And um, yeah, we just became friends, started this and started the business and like started the group and everything immediately. And like have been working ever since. And we just been like a, you know, slow climb ever since, but it's, it's, I always tell people, it's just kind of mind blowing that, you know, you become friends with somebody, you start such a, you know, you're starting a business, you're starting this music group and you're being creative that usually tends to not work out. So it's, it's really, uh, 
it really clicked and it and it's kind of like amazing that we're here seven years later still doing this and Crazy. it's getting it's growing and it's been constant and you know it's been it's been really really cool so yeah yeah y'all are definitely growing i remember the first time i heard your music was uh i want to say like 2018 maybe it was a few years ago and i was like oh my god <laughs> sick like this is so cool and I'm not like a huge you know electronic music person but something about your music was like whoa these guys are talented like this is crazy good um yeah you mentioned you know like challenges as a duo how like what are some of the challenges that y'all have faced being you know a duo if any I think for us musically, I just want to say this real quick, like crossover wise, like, you know, the dance music scene, I think finding our niche in the dance music scene and what our thing is, um, is why our, we've tried to evolve so much into what we really want to be doing. It's like, well, what we were making in the beginning versus what we make now is so different. Um, but I feel like what we're making now is more, has is more of the influence that we had from our music backgrounds growing up. And we try to bring it, you know, the energy that the DJing, you know, show has in the music, but in a way that allows, you know, we like when people can sing along. We like when, mm -hmm. you know, we like lyrics, we like melody, you know, we like things like that. So that doesn't necessarily mean like, I felt like dance music as we had been coming up and been working, like dance music has been really, like it got stagnant for a while. Everybody was doing the same type of vocal, the same type of drops, the same type of, it just wasn't fulfilling like what it was in the beginning. And so for us trying to find a way, like we listen to a very eclectic style, like styles of music. I mean, I love dance music and that's why we got into this, but we also come from very different music backgrounds. Like we listen to a lot of different things and like, you know, like I love rap music. He loves like, you know, he listened his, you know, grew up listening to like talking heads and like classic like 80s shit. So it's like, we really have like a lot of different things. So like, that's why you hear now, like there's a lot of, I love punk music too. So there's a lot of guitars. There's a lot of like, you know, but we love mixing those electronic elements in there. So for us, like, it's just really important that we continue to evolve to so that it sets us apart man because like we see we pay attention to what everybody else is doing but we want to do something different and leave our mark in a different way um and so that's why i think you know and when we did remixes early on we were just like you know experimenting doing different things that we you know just putting different spins on things and challenging you know ourselves to to kind of evolve our dance music so like a lot of people you know in dance music they would find their sound like they would get their their whatever their specific sound was and just beat it to death. And it's like, that's not what we want to do. We want to, not that that's a bad thing. It's just for us, we want to keep it very unpredictable and keep it different. You know? So um, that's, that's where we are right now. And that's what we've been trying to do for the last couple of years. Yeah, there's such a preconceived notion of what DJs are. Even when we get in a studio with somebody or a writer and they're like surprised as like, oh, you guys make music or, you know, you do this, you do that because that, there's so many people in our space that don't do it. Um, so just to be able to um, break the preconceived notion of what, what a DJ duo is mm -hmm. or what people consider it is like a challenge that we face daily that we want to like say like, no, this is what we, you know, we are. And like, we're not your prototypical DJs. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely not. And I think that's kind of what drew me to your music was that it was so different from all of the, you know, typical electronic music that was being played back then. Um, It's, you know, y'all were definitely doing something different and you continue to do something different. Um, How do you stay, I want to say, how do you stay relevant? Like how has, trying to figure out how to word it, like how do you continue to evolve? And this may be like a bit redundant with the last question, but as you guys are, you know, incorporating different genres, how do you make sure that that doesn't become stagnant and that doesn't, you know, become just like your only thing? I think from a music standpoint, like there, I think there's two things. And from first, from a music standpoint is I always like to, I think blending, uh, you know, organic elements like guitars and pianos and things and things that have always been around uh, with, you know, electronic elements, you know, always will keep things uh, staying timeless from a music standpoint. And I think from, you know, just a song standpoint, like we, I think as long as we're staying relatable mm-hmm. lyrically, you know, um, to, you know, our generation and, you know, younger or even older, you know, anybody, uh, I think just speaking to our generation and staying relatable uh, is key for us. Cause like that helps us stay relevant, helps us stay, you know, um, you know, stays, it, it just helps us stay in the mix as, you know, as well, but it also helps us, uh, you know, evolve and, and, you know, helps people pay attention to what we're doing. Cause like, if we're not staying relatable, we are, you know, up here and everybody's down here, it just, it will never work. It'll never make sense. You know? And from like a set, like what we do live, I think we're constantly willing to adapt the set, you know, and like change what we have been playing and throw different music in there to see what really works. And, uh, you know, being able to do that allows us to like have a fresh set and, you know, stay relevant because we're playing, you know, the new remixer, you know, what's hot right now. And so many people don't want to, they want to stick in their lane of, oh, I only DJ one certain way. I only play this certain type of music. And we like, we charge the ability to be able to go in, work on the set, make new edits, come up with new things, like just really keep it fresh so that if somebody sees us a year, like had seen us a year and a half ago, like the show that they're going to see this weekend is vastly different and it's a different vibe, but like the energy is going to be the same. So uh, I think that's like really key is like, you know, you can expect the energy to always be there, but what we're going to be doing and playing will be changing, you know, on a monthly, weekly, daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. You're not afraid to, you know, experiment with different things and, you know, be different from the electronic artists that are out there, um, which is, you know, really cool and something that's really, really good. Um, What you guys have done a lot of collaborations with a lot of different artists. Who would you say was your favorite or maybe like top three favorite artists that you collaborated with and why? uh for me it's easy uh I mean they're all great to work with like we have never had like they've all been amazing to work with and and had their own special thing with each song Mm -hmm. um but oops for me like doing the song with Ty um Gashi as well Gashi is great but Ty specifically (laughs) 
like he just like doesn't matter what he hops on like he just sounds good on everything and he was one guy that um i've listened to a lot of his music over the years and having him on a song uh and just the what he did on the song like that was really special to me that was like a bucket list feature for me and that was like you know just that song was already one of my favorites uh that we had made um but him being on it just made it that much more special for me that was like legendary uh i thought you know having him on that and just hearing what he did on it it just i love everything he does so yeah I, and then i think like another one is like just having wiz on a on a song because like for, i know for both of us like that's like someone we, we grew up listening to and partying to and we've seen live together so like we both had a moment i feel like when we were in the music video and he's like in our video chilling we're like dude this is like kind of crazy you know like it's a kind of a crazy moment where it's like you know you don't get much bigger than him uh and to like be like yo we actually got to work together it's like something that were that was a big moment yeah definitely nice so going forward who are some artists that you are looking to to collaborate with or that like you guys may have already collaborated with on music coming out uh, we well we have a song coming out next week with Goody Grace and we were you know we really like him and uh, yeah we haven't like announced it yet but like doesn't matter uh, we've been teasing the song like crazy but uh, it's called Me Myself and Adderall um, and I'm excited that he's on the song he did a great job um, and I just like I said I love punk music and he's in that space and um, so crazy I saw because I went I was when we were in the studio with him I was telling him uh, I went to the Blink concert at the Forum. Uh, it was like two years ago, I think. And uh, he, they actually brought him out to sing like one of the songs. And that's the first time I like really heard about him. Um, but yeah, having him on the song is gonna be dope. And um, yeah, just like somebody we haven't featured with. I love what uh, Kenny Hoopla just did with Travis Barker. I've been listening to that album like crazy. Um, and he's dope, I love his voice. so. Um, we got an eye on a, on a lot of people though. I don't know if you got anybody on your radar. No, I'm, we're usually on the same page, especially with like the music that we know have come, like that we know we have coming out, like who we want on the tracks and everything. Um, but yeah, Goody Grace was one that like we've been trying to work with for a while. And so to finally get that ironed out and get in the studio and like hammer out this song, like we're so happy for it. Like right before this, like mini, festival season kind of kicks off you know yeah. uh we feel like this is gonna it's like a festival song and high energy so we're excited for it awesome i'm excited for it too goody grace is so talented so yeah, he's great. yeah that's gonna be great yeah, um yeah. is there anything else that y'all want to mention anything uh you want to plug or anything like that uh definitely should we should plug our tour uh because we have the i miss the future tour starting in august um we're on the road up until then but um really excited for the tour because uh just i mean just being back on the road now in general is like just been mm -hmm. just uh so grateful to be back on the road but uh yeah i'm excited to get back on like a tour and we're doing like two nights at webster hall in new york which we're really excited about we're doing um, you know, we'd be in San Francisco, um, Chicago, um, or no, wait, we're doing Chicago for Lala. That's, yeah. that's, I'm excited for that. Yeah, Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza, yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Uh, but yeah, the I Miss the Future Tour, really excited about that. It's like coming back, and 
Yeah, I know everybody's doing a tour. It's going to be highly competitive soon. Yeah. But we're excited. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Just to see people back out. Yeah. I, I think there's like this whole festival, like knowing that LALA is happening and we got EDC in October. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been booked for these festivals for since 2020, 2019, really knowing that we were going to do them. So mm -hmm. to finally get out there and do these festivals that have been bucket lists for us. Uh, it's going to be like a special moment I, for us, but, you know, I know for the people in the crowd and everything for fans, just in people in general, getting to be together like that again is going to be such a big moment. So uh, we can't wait to just like be fully back on the road and see our fans and, you know, play, play our music because all this new music that we've made over quarantine, like we really didn't get to play it out yet. Yeah. So there's a lot of songs that like people haven't heard live that even re-released, you know, when did like oops come out September? Yeah, like, you know, like oops mountains run away like that whole, um, all those songs like people haven't heard them live yet. So it's going to be like a whole new set songs for people to hear, which we're excited about. Awesome, yeah. Festival season is definitely going to be great. I oh, I was dying during the pandemic, not being able to go to any festivals or concerts because that's like yeah. Oh love that love that scene that energy oh man so yeah, yeah we're excited yeah really. even as a fan of just music just being able to go to a show like yeah. that's something that we would do you know so not being able to do that for a year and a half we want to just go see some shows too like you know when life is back it's like it's nice knowing that like that's coming yeah awesome well Thanks everyone for tuning in and make sure you follow SwagRS for the latest in music, fashion, and creative culture. Thank you for listening to this episode of Time Out and be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to follow us at SwagRS on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.